it's an all-out assault If you wanted to survive the night Better come down to the vault to a special Halloween edition of the VHS Vault. My name is Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And we are here today to talk about some Halloween stuff. <clears throat> As you can see, we've got our Halloween magic up here. Yeah, we are in the middle of the vault. So we're just like clearing a space to do a podcast in here. <laughs> we've got <laughs> movies everywhere. <clears throat> but uh, we're here to talk about one specific movie today, a movie I had never seen until yesterday. Which is so surprising, being the horror fan that you are, and considering the movies that you like, and the fact that you love VHS, I was appalled at the fact that you hadn't seen this movie yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I hadn't. I had not seen this movie yet, <clears throat> but uh, I'm super glad. Um to have had the opportunity to watch it. Um, it's one of the ones, so I've got Halloween, I've got Halloween 2, Halloween 4, Halloween H2O. I've got all these movies, but I don't have a copy of Halloween 3. I never had one. So, um, well, yeah, because Halloween 3, when I was a kid, that was the one that everybody's like, just skip over that one. has nothing to do with Michael Myers. That Michael Myers was the draw. Yeah. So Halloween 3 had nothing to do with him. Skip over that one. Just pretend it didn't exist. Yeah. And then as I got older and I started to hear other horror fans talking about three i had to watch it and i watched it and i'm like fuck yeah i really love this movie as a standalone film outside of the halloween franchise it's amazing i agree uh and and you know i you were telling me at one point i think that um halloween originally the concept was to put out a different story every halloween yeah they were going to do like an anthology type of thing with it i i believe and for whatever reason the michael myers idea was what they went with and so Three was the one deviation from that. Yeah, uh, that it just didn't. They didn't keep with that theme. Yeah. Well, I really loved it. Um, I, and I did. You know, usually when I when I watch movies, I'll take a ton of notes. But this one, I was so caught up in the music. I want to talk about this first. Um, we, we're going to talk about the movie as a whole at first. But what, what I'd like to do is just maybe like play just ten or fifteen seconds of um, of the sound here, so you can kind of hear some of John Carpenter's music, and it's it's really beautiful. I think. Um, as I was listening to this, um, it was late at night, and I was watching this movie, and I didn't know what to expect, um, and the movie surprised me from the beginning, because this opening sequence, the, the music, everything, it just, it just all felt really, really good. Yeah, I'm really glad that music was the first thing you decided to talk about with this film, because I love John Carpenter's music, um, and like I was telling you off air, like, just dive into it, and just listen to all his shit like attack on precinct 13 i love that jam <laughs> that theme song for that movie is amazing yeah you know so i don't know i get into his music and there's a lot of great music in this film he did a great job on that yeah i agree um i i, uh, I really enjoyed a lot of things here um I yeah and we should mention um john carpenter is the music director on this but not that film he didn't direct the film uh tommy lee wallace directed it gotcha. so uh, whereas carpenter has done other what um films. what other cool information do we have about uh, this particular movie here that we can share with our viewers i mean what, what kind of what kind of information are you looking for well i don't know i mean stuff. obviously michael myers is not in this jamie lee curtis is not in this who who are um 
who are the people in this movie? One of my favorite '80s dads, uh, horror movie dads, uh, Tom Atkins. Are we familiar? Throw me. Yes, I am familiar. <laughs> so yeah, he's in this one, and he's a player. Tom Atkins is like a fucking player in every single movie that he's in. Like I'm just put that out there, and you know he wouldn't sign my tits. He wouldn't? He would not sign my tits. Where did you meet him? I met him at Whorehound. I don't remember what year it was. Maybe 2018, I want to say. Um, But, you know, he was like, he politely declined to sign my tits. So I was a little disappointed because I thought if anybody would sign my tits, it would be Tom Atkins. Sure. But he is a respecting gentleman and declined that. But I can't say the same for Dee Snyder or Felissa Rose or Marty Jannetty or Sid Haig or... (laughs) And the list goes on and on. The list goes on. That's a good thing. Um, So... Halloween's a super special time of the year for me because, as you can see, I surround myself with these kinds of tapes. And um, every October, I have a couple of traditions. I always watch Halloween and Halloween 2. That's a tradition, and I will do that again this year. Um, What are some of your Halloween traditions? I mean, I'd like to say I watch a different horror movie every day of October, but I don't have that kind of life that really allows me to watch a movie every day. Um, So what I like to do is hit up the movie theaters when they're playing old horror movies in the theater. Yeah. Um, I don't prioritize seeing newer movies. I've talked about that. Like it's just not my jam for whatever reason. Um, But when they're playing an older film in the theater, like I'm all about it. My birthday last year, I happened to be in uh, the Twin Cities for, and I saw Return of the Living Dead in eight millimeter on the um, at the Trilon Theater. Eight millimeter. I'm mean, sorry, thirty five millimeter. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say eight millimeter would be interesting in a theater. <laughs> no, thirty five millimeter. Sorry. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I absolutely love that. Uh, I try to do the the two movies, and I, obviously we do trick or treating and stuff. But another thing that I do, and this is aside from the thing, is I play this video game right here. This is Simon's Quest. It's Castlevania Simon's Quest, and it is all about Dracula, and it's about uh, mummies and vampires and zombies. And it just does that sound familiar to you? Vampires, mummies, zombies. Yeah, werewolves. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is this is my inspiration for loving um, other horror type stuff as well, and I always play this every October. So, um, anyway, yes, it's a special time of year for us, and we had an opportunity to watch this movie. And I would like to just jump right in here um, and just say that uh, really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, first impressions. Yeah, like- for, first impressions off the off the rip. When I first started watching, I was immediately pulled in by the music, like I said. And yeah. as, as the plot developed, it, it built that sense of um, anticipation and anxiety as it went through. And, um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, so, so, so many movies tried to do that and got it wrong. And I think that Halloween 3 got it right. And um, because it was not a Michael Myers movie, I tried not to watch it as a Halloween movie. I tried yeah, good. To just, yeah. I was wondering, yeah. I mean, I figure you're smart enough to figure that yeah, out. But I, a lot of people go into it like oh they no yeah no I I didn't want to compare them I didn't want to put them in the same universe and I got to tell you this movie was a lot more brutal than I thought it was going to be it's it's more brutal than the first two by far yeah I think so there's there's more deaths in this movie than there are in probably the first two Halloween movies combined yeah they fuck shit up and the deaths are are gruesome they are very gruesome they're fucking gross yeah they are (laughs) Um, but I I severely enjoyed it Um, I think uh, some of the some of the things that I did take uh, note of one of the things I wanted to show you before we go on i thought this was really fun because we're talking about the other movies but at at 2140 um on the uh 
on the thing here. You're on the go. YouTube edition, you had to rent from YouTube because you don't own this. Because I don't want it on VHS, so I did have to rent this. So uh, let's look at this real quick. I just want to show Tom Atkins looking all young. Yeah, check this out. Watch, watch this. This, this cracked me up. We're watching Halloween three. It's the one appearance of Michael Myers. Hey, Charlie, can we have another station? You got it. I love this. Immortal there you go. You still get him. At nine. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was, it's like they break the fourth wall and I love it. Yep. I love it. I am here for all of that. So, <clears throat> so you know, in, a, in the cult circles here of those of us who might dare say that Halloween 3 is the best of the franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, that's always our, our excuse of like, yeah, Michael Myers is in it. I cannot argue. If if your contention is that three is the best of the franchise, I could not argue about that. For real? I may disagree, but I can't argue. Okay. I can't argue. Uh, It's just really, really, really good, you know, and... um, I, I wish that Rocky three would have been as good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> as Halloween three. Hey. Um, I guess, but it, it, to, to compare, it would be like, um, it wouldn't be Rocky. It would be called Rocky three, but it would be some guy named Steve learning how to crochet, you know, kind of like, um, uh, 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 Friday the 13th part five, <laughs> we get some yeah. deviation from our yeah, main not, character. Not there. Jason. Um, mm-hmm. before we get too deep, we should probably put in a spoiler warning right here. Ugh, we always forget. We didn't forget this time. We just haven't gotten to the plot yet, have uh, we? I guess. Okay, so spoiler warning right now. Cut. Spoiler warning. This is a spoiler warning. We're going to ruin the movie for you. Okay. You have been um, sufficiently warned of the spoils that are sure to come here. Um, so let's talk about... Let's talk about Silver Shamrock. Uh, I love me some Silver Shamrock. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about it. Let's talk about Silver Shamrock. What I had no idea when I started watching this how mm-hmm. how vicious this plot was going to be. Yeah. No clue. Um, but Silver Shamrock um, is a apparently a corporation that has a company town, um, and in this company town, there's a motel, right, and a place people can stop by. It's just a cre- It's creepy, right? Like what? What's that about? It's. I feel like that's what Amazon's gonna do. Yeah, like take over a whole town. That's the whole town, and everybody looks at them when they drive in. But we're way off the. Uh, yeah. The plot point on this, but uh, Silver Shamrock is iconic, and this theme song for or whatever you want to call this yeah. for the commercial is iconic too. So good. Um, <clears throat> so one of the plot points initially that I thought it really set the tone. It was early on in the movie. It was about fifteen minutes in, and you have our um, the father of our main leading lady character uh, running from some people that we don't know who they are. We come to find out that they're from Silver Shamrock, but he's running from them, um, and he uh, ends up getting hospitalized, and the dude gets into the hospital. The Silver Shamrock guy gets into the hospital and does some bad stuff. Um, <laughs> some bad stuff. Some real bad These stuff. These dudes also remind me of the guys in the Matrix. Like the... Yeah, the, right? the Smith, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Smith, yeah. Absolutely. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, um, when I was watching this, I had the same thought. Like, yeah. they're, they're like uh, they're like automatons, you know? They're they're built. And it shows that later when they tear one of them apart. Uh-huh. They're almost like androids or something inside. Yeah, that's a, that's a super cool 
like um, technological plot point that it's like it would never be how things would be done now. But yeah. it's hilarious how that's how it was being done. Uh, automatons are neat. What is more scary, the automatons in this movie or the protectors from Chopping Mall? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, similar technologies, right? Yeah, similar like, technology. <laughs> um, uh, one of them looks like a person, though. So in this scene, uh, the guy has just been killed in the hospital, and his his kill, his death was pretty dude, brutal. His, his death is dope. It's yeah, gross. The, the automaton, <laughs> the Smith guy from the Matrix, rips his skull he apart. He, like, goes in yeah. like with his hands, and he's just like... Rips it out. Like, I don't even know. Gross. Yep. So um, he's running away, and this doctor here, this is our lead character. This is our main character of the movie. He's running after this guy, and the guy runs out into the parking lot, and this is the scene. And he, there's a Smith guy getting into his car right there. Look, watch this. Yeah, I love it. A self-destruct. Cars blow up at That is amazing. And that... That set the tone for me. That set the tone for the movie for me. Like, what in the hell am I watching right now? And this is not your this is not your typical slasher movie. This is not your typical zombie movie. This is not your typical um, vampire movie. This is like a totally different thing. And I and I can really appreciate the originality here for sure. Absolutely. Um, so, <clears throat> Doctor Chalice, by the way. Yes, Doctor Chalice, Tom Atkins character. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, so he ends up dating that guy's, well, not dating, but that guy's daughter, look, Ellie. Look, <laughs> let's back up the choo-choo for a minute here. Um, Dr. Chalice is married with two kids who happen to um, have gotten a couple of silver shamrock masks from their mom Yeah. Um, while their dad is a workaholic and never comes home and flirts I thought like they were crazy. divorced because she was like, can you come get them on Saturday? And he's like, yeah, they can stay the night with me on Saturday. Like, aren't they divorced in separate houses? I don't know, but he's a, he's a shady character. He's a little um, predator ish. Yeah, he's a little bit. <laughs> so he meets this girl. Never doesn't ask her age. She looks young as shit. And then later he asks after they've done their business, but uh, <laughs> just to make sure. Like, uh, yeah, it was the early eighties. <laughs> the early eighties. Um, so another um, really cool thing about this movie is the the plot itself. So let's let's talk a little bit about that. Silver Shamrock is this corporation, and the guy running. The, the the show is this Irish dude, um, Connell Cochran. Yeah, Connell Cochran, and <laughs> weird. He, he's a uh, he's 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 almost supernatural. Wouldn't you kind of get you get some of those vibes yeah, off? Yeah, of he's like a warlock or something. Yeah, he talks about um, how you know hundreds of years ago, they, what was the line? The hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. Yeah, and that's what he wanted to do again because he said people have forgotten the meaning of Halloween. Halloween is about sacrifice, and so that's, it's like. A, a parallel to these people that are like put Christ back in Christmas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's he's what he, like that for Halloween. <laughs> exactly, he wants to get back to business and he wants yeah. to uh, burn some kids. So, um, anyway, uh, there's this really cool scene where um, there's a woman who is in the motel with them. So they end up at this motel. Um, oh yeah, and I want to show this scene because well, this woman. How do they end up at the motel? Well, we we can get there, but well, we're there now. Okay. <laughs> So the girl, um, Ellie, We're investigating. Yeah, she's she wants to investigate the disappearance of her father. She has no idea where her father went, but she knew. No, he died. Yeah, but she was looking. Oh, she, she was, was looking. Yeah, she was looking for. for, for yeah, she wanted to find out. Um, 
she was trying to find out where he was before he died because his death was really mysterious. He died in a hospital. Somebody came in and killed him. So she goes and finds this doctor, the guy, the chalice guy, chalice. That's funny. <laughs> um, um, and then they uh, they start investigating. So they find that um, the mask that the guy was holding was a silver shamrock mask. He was holding it when he died. Uh-huh. So they go to investigate the silver shamrock. And they go to this town, and they, re- they get this motel. And um, as they're there, um, they start to do their investigations. While they're there, um, there's a... Uh, they're getting it on. They're getting it when on. When this happens, yeah, no, by the way. <laughs> she, uh, he's like, she, he's like, should I get another room? And she was like, well, that would look suspicious. He goes, well, I'd rather do that than sleep on the floor. And then she was like, where would you like to sleep, Dr. Chalice? And he's like, you don't really need to ask. And then it's, uh, it's uh, bass lines and uh, uh, funk music, you know. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Gotta have the sex. Yes, for sure. Um, <laughs> So the next scene that I want to talk about here. Yeah, this, the lady in the next room. Yeah, the next room over. There's this crazy thing that happens, um, and it's at like 42 minutes into the movie. Should we show like the doing it scene? <laughs> sure, why not? Why not? It's kind of podcast we are. Is there? It's the post doing it scene. There's there's more though. Like, <laughs> all right. Yeah, this is this. It's all together. It's all together. But I don't yeah. want to play it because we we'll get copyrighted on this since oh, I since yeah. I rented it from YouTube. Oh, so we'll just go to forty two thirty here, and I want you to see this. So this this woman um, has one of these masks, and she's like, "That's the little plastic thing in the back." Of yeah, the, mask. the the little tag that says "Silver Shamrock." She's mm-hmm. playing with it. Um, let me switch over to the movie view real quick. And she starts playing with it and finds that there's like a, a microchip inside of it, mm-hmm. and it's just supposed to be like a like a tag, like a you know like a name tag or something right but, but here's what we get she starts playing with this microchip here and uh yeah that was on the back take out a hairpin yeah you gotta get the hairpin out <laughs> it's real important scientific business that's happening right here look out now good thing she's got her glasses on yeah you know would want to get her in the eye no no oh <laughs> he doesn't care. He does Dr. Not. Chalice does not oh, care. Fuck. Watch this thing. This is great. She's in trouble. That is so rough. Uh-huh. There's nothing like that in the first two Halloween movies. No. Uh-huh. And then the bugs. Oh. And they get so much closer. Yeah, that's rough. With John Phenomenon with John Travolta. Phenomenon. <laughs> um, yeah, that scene right there, man. That and so we we start to find out that all that all of these masks, all of these children's masks, have this little thing on it, this tag, yep. and they've been selling them to kids. And they have this scene, uh, this this commercial that's been playing all October, like if it's twelve countdown, days. Countdown. Like, it's the countdown. Yeah. 14 days till Halloween, Halloween. It's almost time, kids. <laughs> it's almost time. Put on your masks and get close to the television. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so... Um, Quite the parallel for um, consumerism and advertising. I agree. Uh-huh. We, so we see, um, you know, we, we see uh, these kids wearing these masks and stuff like that. But there's this scene where we find out what the masks can actually do and what they were designed for. Uh, would you like to see that scene, Katie? Yes, please. So this is what this uh, this is what the masks were designed for here, and I 
they've got they've got this family inside of this room inside of the Shamrock Silver Shamrock factory, which is the center of the Silver Shamrock. Town. Yeah, this is the guy who does like the most sales of the masks or whatever. Yeah, not top salesman. This is him and his yeah. family. And there's the doctor in there watching. It's time. It's time. Uh, this is just the same old stuff. Uh, yeah, the, the ruse is that he wants him they want him to watch the new advertising. Mm-hmm. Put on your masks and watch. Honey, don't get too close. You'll ruin your eyes. You'll ruin your eyes. Gather round and watch. Watch the magic bumps. Yes, Watch. Watch. I think this whole thing is a big joke. I mean, Look at the doctor is a prisoner of the of the, yeah. the, the team. Oh, I Books make anything instantly disgusting. Covered in bugs and it's automatically gross. And snakes, just for good measure. So bad. And now the doctor understands that all of these masks are designed for kids to wear them. Because we gotta put Christ back in a Christmas. Oh my goodness, what a scene! And it just gets better from there. Like it, it goes on, and there's so many, um, there's so many things about this whole thing that's really disturbing to me. So his whole goal is to sell all these masks with these little tags on them that when the time comes and they're exposed to the right stimulus from the television that the the that microchip inside will engage mm-hmm. and will then begin to destroy children by that yeah like that so that is really messed up because everybody in town has these even this doctor his like you were saying earlier yeah, his, his, his kids have a uh, yeah his one. his kid's mom or if she's his wife i don't know she she bought each of them one of those masks and so his his first reaction when he finds us out is to call me like, you got to get rid of those masks. <laughs> She's not having it. No. She's like, whatever, man. No, not. Um, and yeah, so the movie, it has a really good pace, you know, like it, it really mm-hmm. s- it sets up the right way. You're never bored. You're never bored. Nope. It, it doesn't go too fast. It gives plenty of setup time for all the different elements. Yeah. Um, and when it comes down to it, it's like, you know, when you get to the point, when you get to the climax, it, it really, um, you are ready for it. It's not rushed and you're prepared with all the information you need to experience that final moment. And it's really, really well done. That is very good sexual advice as well. <laughs> I just noticed. It so. is. <laughs> I would agree, Katie. Yes, let's talk about that um, later. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Um, I didn't like the ending. No, I'm just going to tell you straight up. Okay, I didn't say more. Well, the ending is is. I understand what they were doing, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate it. But I wanted to see one of the outcomes happen. I didn't. They left it at mm-hmm. a cliffhanger. Yeah, they left it in a cliffhanger, and I just couldn't. I couldn't jive with that. Like I, I've spent, I said through two hours of the movie, I really wanted, or an hour and a half of the movie, I really wanted some 
you some know, payoff. <laughs> yes, yeah, pay. Give me the payoff, right? Yeah. Um, now, I think that they did. I think it's just they. It's very subtle. You know, you you sort of know through subtle yeah. nuance what's going to happen, but you don't get the the last scene of the camera coming up above the city with thousands of screams going on at the end of Halloween. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to see. That's that's the scene I wanted at the end there. Well. But I didn't get it. And there's there was a reason that the director did not put that in there. And I can appreciate that reason. I really can. I understand exactly what they were doing. I just wish that it was different. I don't know. I think I kind of like the ambiguity. Yep. Because I think it makes you feel something more by not knowing the outcome. Yeah. That's an uncomfortable feeling. Like, you know, that's that's a um, a stylistic choice that I think is... Um, designed to make you uncomfortable. I is agree. what I'm saying. And, so. and, and I think that, that that whole that ending suits the movie because the whole movie's unsettling and uncomfortable. Right. You know. So right. I get it. Yeah. Just just not. I, I could have I could have gone for one more five second scene to to seal you the just, movie off. You just me. wanted it all wrapped up tight in a bow and just yeah. Well I that's did. not how it goes. No, not always. That's not no. always how it goes there. But uh not on this one. <clears throat> So what were your favorite, like, what's your favorite kill from this movie? Do you remember a favorite kill? Oh, God. To pick a favorite is hard. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like just to talk about them in general, like you were saying, yeah. they're a lot gorier than what we saw in the previous Halloween film. Yeah. Like, that's more stabbing and slashery, right? Mm-hmm. And these are just like, what the Ugh, yeah, gross, and they're and like I said, the bugs bugs make anything automatically nasty. So if you take a really gross, like exploded face, and then put bugs coming out of it, yeah, that's yeah, it's nasty. So I can really appreciate the effects on all of that, and like how how well that translated. And I can't imagine for you know I didn't see this in 1982. Yeah, I was way too young. Uh, but you know, back then this had to be really fucking cool yeah because it's still fucking cool in 2023 so <laughs> yeah and look all the all the cities and towns all, all these kids have these masks mm-hmm. everywhere and on yeah. the, across the world and that's what they're trying to show here is that when this thing goes down are all of the children in the america going to be you know Just what i mean about. like yeah. like it's it's pretty heavy and um and i think that uh that that's the disturbing part of it, right? That's the that's the one where you just don't know when well, it gets to the end. It's I just want that payoff. And you we know? get a, and we get a, a child murder, like yeah, we you do. know he fucking did that shit on purpose. It wasn't an accident. He was like, let me kill this kid real quick, and we see it. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know that I can pick a favorite kill because yeah. they're all so good in they this are. one. Um, but yeah, I think I just like the the rawness. Yeah. Of these, like they don't fuck around here. No, they do not. And um, you know, I, I appreciated that a lot. I think one of the kills that I wanted to be better uh, was the, the one at one fifteen twenty. Here, um, I wanted this oh. kill to be good, and it just, it just sure. Because yeah. this could have been done really well. It wasn't done bad. It just, I wanted more. Right. I think I think if they had done more, it probably wouldn't have been rated. You know what I mean? Like if they had shown it, I don't know that it could. You have know, got... I didn't do my proper proper research on that, but um, I wonder what some of the cuts were on this. You know what they if if there were any. I, I guarantee you there were. There had to have been, right? I mean, I guess I don't know about making movies so much, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know about watching them. <laughs> yeah. Um, another really cool scene that I enjoyed was this scene where uh, they're going through the factory. It's um, and he's trying to find a way to stop all of this from happening. So at the end, when it gets to the end, there's a big climax moment, and he's running through um, the factory trying to find a way to stop all these automatons so that he can stop the broadcast of this movie. Yeah. And this is a really cool scene that I enjoyed right here. He's in there messing with stuff. They don't see him. So that box is completely full of those those microchip tags. He takes that whole box upstairs, and all those automatons are standing down there. And because that's going on on the TV, these all activate at once. This should have been a pinball. A pinball? Pinball game. I that would be awesome. A pinball machine with like electricity. Yeah, for sure. And then the bad guy. He's just like watching everything. He he gives a little golf clap here because he's like, yeah, you know, you uh, you did something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see where that golf clap is coming up. It's funny. I was watching. I was like, what the hell? I want that TV though. I want those monitors real bad. Look, you see my mammal right here. Oh yeah, that's dope. I like that's that what a lot. That is. No kidding. Now you know. Now I know. That's awesome. It's a little TV with a pumpkin on it, and it's Halloween 3D. That's awesome. Look at this. So they do that part. They, um, they do all this other stuff too. And you know, I, I think, I think the thing is like, there was no, there was no filler in this. There was no fluff in this movie. Like it, yeah. there was no, there was no two minutes where you, that stuff happens. that's not plot relevant. Like it was, it was constant. It's like it's reading tight. a Hardy boys novel. It's a tight film. You know, it's not like some of these other ones that, that we watch where it's, <laughs> You know, a lot of ridiculous shit, you know, that it's like, why is this even in here, Microwave Massacre? Why are these titties here? They don't belong in here at all for any reason. It doesn't fit the plot. Everything here pretty much fits. You it know? does. It does. And that's one thing I appreciate about it. And you know that it's done. It's a quality movie when that's when that's done that way. So Yeah, so it almost doesn't fit our podcast. But, you know, it's still important to cover it. And if we're going to cover a Halloween movie for Halloween... Halloween three was my vote because somebody needed to see it. And this is, um, you know, this is Halloween. This is our Halloween special. Yeah. So we had to do a Halloween movie. And as much as I would have loved to have done H two O, not. I'm sick that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get somebody else to fill in for you. I get a Chihuahua or something to come in here and just bark. It, it'd be better. That, is that my value? No, I'm saying that it would be more interesting to watch a Chihuahua barking on camera than it would be to talk about Halloween H two O. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the drill death was there, and then like I say, you know, the ending. I we can we can take a look at that real quick. Um, at the end, the guy is he's trying to call all these TV stations to tell them to shut down the programming because if they don't, all these kids are going to die. 
Um, so that's that's what he has to do now. He's got to get to a phone and he's got to call these TV stations, which I don't know how he's going to call the, every TV station across There's the country. There's only three. There's only three networks. Just call ABC, NBC, and CBS. We're good. And he's got their numbers on speed dial. Say it's a bomb, then say say whatever you want. Say whatever you like. Just get it off the air. Please, you just... I, no, no, I can't prove it. You've got to believe me. Believe me. Take it off the air now, please. You've got to. It means... Please excuse the interruption. We're having technical problems. Please stand by. It's time. It's time. He's still on the phone with the same person. He's on the main line to the to all the. He's on the phone with the TV guy. Gather round, Spectrum. He's on the phone with Spectrum. Watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jackalanterns. The third commercial. It's still on. Please. Take off the third channel. The third channel. It's still running. Stop it, please. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to. Please stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Suspense. Really well done. Oh, I love that music. I love the music. Yeah, the music is dope as fuck. Oh, I didn't even have the movie view on there when we were watching that, so you guys couldn't even see it. I'll play it here so you can see it. Say say whatever you want. Say whatever you like. Just get it off the air. Clip it in. Please. Please stand by. Dark masks. Gather round your TV set. Those masks are so well made. Oh, hell yeah. Which is all you don't see masks like that around. The third commercial. I mean, Trick or Treat Studios. But take off the third channel. channel. The third channel. It's still running. Stop or it, please. Masks. For God's yeah. sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to... Please stop it. I love stop that right now. there. Turn it off. I love your pen now so much. Stop it. See? It's stop relevance it. when you know what, what you're looking at. Stop yeah. Stop it. I it was just a jack lantern on a TV right now. Nope, it has more relevance than that. It sure does. Okay. Well, I got to tell you, this was this was easily one of my favorites uh, of our episodes that movies that we've watched for one of our podcast shows. So, I knew you would like it. I when really you, really did. When are you going to start just taking my word for it? When have I not? You've I guess. Al- you've always had really good suggestions and um I feel like I know your tastes well enough. You're yeah, you're to getting know there. if there's a movie that you haven't seen that I think you would dig. Yeah. 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 This one here I need to watch too. Yeah. Uh, yes. I mean, it's only my favorite horror movie of all time, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. Mm-hmm. This one right here. Yeah. Absolutely a worthy watch. We should watch that one together. We should. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I just got a... My black and white TV, my Zenith that I got, I just uh, picked up a new VCR for it because oh, the looks old so good in the room. Doesn't too, it look the, good in there? The comic books and yeah. the whole, yeah, it's good. I'm actually getting ready to sell a bunch of comics, so I'm going to make room for more tapes and stuff up there, and I'm going to put a couple of uh, movie posters back there, and that'll make look it, nice. It's going to look really good. It's a cool little display area. So I'm going to put. Uh, <clears throat> I would like to watch. I'm, I think I'm going to watch um, Bella Lugosi's uh, Dracula tonight um, before while well, I'm going to bed on on the. Um, uh, on that black and white TV. Yeah, that's cool. Like, who's out here getting to do that? 
Not a lot of people. No, that's neat. 1970s Bakelite black and white watching Bela Lugosi and from 1939. I might even watch my 1922 Nosferatu movie. That's a great one. And then, of course, Night of the Living Dead. You can see I've got several copies of Night of the Living Dead down here. Um, I watched them all, and guess what? They're all the same. Yeah. Well, imagine that. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead is a fun. We were talking about this before we, before the podcast because that movie was a uh, it was public domain. They never renewed the copyright, so there's literally fifty or more different releases on VHS of that movie. And if I was a completionist, which I'm not, I would be going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> um, the meta one, the first one that came out, it was a white box with a purple letterbox outline, is a very valuable um, tape in in moderately decent mid grade condition. For that tape, you're looking at a couple hundred bucks. So, wow. um, I can't imagine one if everyone if everyone was found sealed, what that would go for. I imagine that it would be astronomical. You have to be in that that big dog auction yeah. category to buy that thing. Are you ready to show that movie to your kids yet? Not a living day. We actually talked about it last night. I watched yeah. uh, Monster Squad with my kids last night. We made some popcorn and watched Monster Squad. Good choice for the kiddos. Yeah. Well, I was asking you what movie we should watch, and you were like, you should do Monster Squad. I was like, yeah, we'll do Monster Squad. That'd be good. But we watched it. The girls loved it. And then good. they were like, well, what are we going to watch next? And I, they were like, can we watch Friday the 13th? I was like, not yet, because they're <laughs> 8 and 10. And they were like, well, can we watch? And I was like, no. Let's, I was like, how about Night of the Living Dead? I said, it's in black and white, but we can watch it on my old Zenith TV, and you can lie on my bed, and it'll be fun. So I, I let my daughter watch it when she was about eight and uh she did fine until the ending scene which we all know what that is yeah and yeah then after that she was like uh that was scary i'm scarred for life so (laughs) (laughs) just so you know i mean our kids aren't the exact same or anything but just so you know yeah um i could watch ghoulies with them i have ghoulies over there oh there you go ghoulies is the uh the, the toilet monsters i keep telling you the stuff but you haven't seen the stuff so you don't know the value of the stuff, but I definitely think you should look into that one. I probably should. Um, you do keep mentioning it to me, and I think that I should definitely take a look. There's so, reason for that. Yeah. Well, um, what else are we going to do for our Halloween special, Katie? Are we going to... Um, I want to talk about favorite Halloween costumes growing up. Yeah? Yeah. Um, because I have a October birthday, so I did... Like, every year, my party was always like a costume party. By the way... Katie's birthday was yesterday, so happy birthday, Katie. Oh, thank you. I'm not sure when this is coming out and when (laughs) it'll be from there, but yeah. I have an October birthday. All the cool people do, if you haven't noticed. All those really cool, spooky people in your life are probably born in October. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) But anyways, um, so I did costume parties all the time for my birthday parties. Um, So I really love dressing up. I still love dressing up. I'm basically just like a big kid. I cosplay. (sighs) That's the grown-up word for dress and costume, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cosplay. Play. Um, and burlesque requires costuming. Um, I actually did just have a show this last Friday, and I was I did my Leatherface routine. Mm. So I got to dress up as Leatherface a couple of days ago. It's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So my favorite costume growing up was always a skeleton. That was the one that I would return back to time and time again. Maybe not every single year, but there was a stretch there where I think my mom made me a costume and I wore it like probably three years in a row. Uh, But a skeleton was a go-to costume for me. And it's funny because as an adult now, one of my favorite 
things to face paint is a skull f- face. Yeah. And I just can do that. And that's sort of the signature Katie Cadaver look. It's on my business cards. Yeah. You know? No, that's a good, um, that's a cool face. Yeah. So I really have always returned back to the skeleton. And one of the most recent burlesque routines that I created was a routine where I end as a skeleton. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about kind of what, um, your favorite, like, did you have a go-to costume? I did. I'm trying to, to find a picture of it on my phone here, but I don't have one. Um, I went, so from the ages of probably four to ten, every single year, I went as Dracula. Dracula. Uh-huh. Yep. So I would, all, and it was, it's a cheap one too, because, you know, you can reuse the cape. And then, right. um, just black clothes underneath. Mom would just slick my hair back and then do a little pointed thing here, you know, That's like. That's called uh, a widow's peak. I actually have one naturally. Yeah. See? That's pretty dope. I do not. Um, But yeah, and then I would get the fangs, and she would do a little fake blood right there, and then um, I would wear all black, which has kind of become my thing in life, is wearing all black everywhere all the time. So um, I can't relate. No, you can't relate. But uh, (laughs) no, I went as Dracula every year, and I always thought when I was that age, I thought, man, Dracula is the coolest monster. And probably part of that came from watching Monster Squad as a kid. But Dracula is pretty dope. He is. That's the thing. So, like, I... I have a love-hate relationship with Dracula these days um, just because it's been so overdone and it's been so commercialized. Well, vampires and, in general, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like growing up, it was, you know, I loved, I loved the old Dracula, the freaking hammer films, Christopher Lee Dracula that scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. And then now it's like, he's in every kid's cartoon show, you know, Hey, it's me, Dracula and the count on Sesame street. Like they've made all right, it. Don't fucking touch the count. He's my boy. He's all right. He's dope. You want to talk about a cool <laughs> Sesame street character. Grover is a serious, killer. I don't know if you knew that. Grover, is he? <laughs> he is a serial killer. Okay, I have well. proof. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull out my receipts right now because it's Halloween special. He's super Grover though. Yes, so. well, he can be. That's, yeah. that's his alter ego. But <laughs> but yeah, always Dracula. Um, and then as I sort of grew out of Dracula, um, I became um, less and less uh, um, interested in dressing up as a monster and more and more as slashers. So okay. I would wear the Jason masks and things like that. So I went away from the Universal Monster stuff because I was I was a mummy when I was like maybe four or five. Mom wrapped me in toilet paper. No, I was a mummy, course. and uh, but then after that it was Dracula, and then after that I was just like you know what Jason mask and some creepy stuff, and you know that'd be that's enough. So that's kind of what I went with until I stopped trick or treating. How old were you when you stopped trick or treating? I believe I was thirteen. My last year trick or treating. Thirteen. Yep. R.I.P. You know I never stopped trick or treating. <laughs> Uh, now I get to take my kids, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a brother who was young enough that when I was too old to trick-or-treat, I just took him. Mm. And then um, that transitioned into taking my own kid. And I've never had to stop, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I don't go up and open my bag, but I get plenty of candy, you know, the parent tax. I oh, yeah. Gotta, if I got to look through your bag, make sure nobody put a razor blade or any other edibles in there. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm going to take a few Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to do your thing. Uh, oh, yeah. f- for me, it's about, uh, they don't do them a whole lot up here in Wisconsin, but sugar daddies. Oh, sure. We, <laughs> I need me one. So hit up my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's Patreon at Katie Cadaver, everybody. Yeah, for real. But yeah, I always look for those uh, when my kids bring home the bacon. And um, 
And if they don't have any, I tell them to go the hell back out and get more candy. You better, you better bring them sugar daddies back to daddy, <laughs> bring okay? That sugar daddy back to your daddy girl. <laughs> <laughs> we better cut that out. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, yeah so that's somewhere. yeah that's that's a um, you know that was a thing is it, it was always monsters and then after monsters I became slashers and then that was that. For when me. was the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm trying to get him to dress up this Halloween and go yeah. trick-or-treating with me. <laughs> um, and, and I think Dracula, like a totally like... I could come back and make a comeback. Yeah, and you could be like an updated like punk rock Dracula. Dracula could make a comeback. I don't want to... I want to be classic Dracula, you know? I mean, you could go that route, but you could also be an updated like Lost Boys kind of vampire a little bit. Yeah, but... Like I say, the vampires thing doesn't do much for me, but Dracula does. I All guess. right, fair enough. Then, you better- although I will say that interview with the vampire was a pivotal moment for me. Um, will you wear ruffles? That's the question. I would wear ruffles, sure, if I could wear the black cape over them. Uh-huh. Not that I want, you know, ruffles are cool. Well, you got like less than a week, so I don't know. I mean, for trick or treat, anyway. Yeah, I might just have to go with the cape and the teeth. I think that's probably all I'm going to be able to do. Well, I'll, I'll hook you up with some cool makeup. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm looking forward I to that. I got you on that. Yeah, when's the last time you dressed up for Halloween? Last Halloween? Uh, I mean, specifically for Halloween, yes. Okay. Last Halloween. The last time I dressed up was two days ago. Right. <laughs> as Leatherface. Right. Um, and then I was a skeleton. You know, I painted my full face, a skull face um, in September. Yeah. Um, it's Yeah, it's always happening. Something's always going down. Horror conventions, I like to cosplay for those. Um, I've done, and, and it's funny because I can do double duty on, on cosplays. They are Halloween costumes too. Um, my King Diamond cosplay has gotten a lot of mileage out of it. It's a good one. Uh, you know, there's usually like one or two guys, 50-year-old metal dudes that recognize what I am, and they're super into it, and everybody else is like, I don't know. Right. Um, but I've doubled up my burlesque. Like I said, um, I do a Leatherface cosplay and a Leatherface burlesque, and yeah. I do different. I do a mask for the burlesque because I end up removing the mask as part of the routine. Mm-hmm. But for my cosplay, I actually have like a prosthetic mask that just covers half my face because it's kind of like a glam Leatherface. So right, right. I do a long brown wig of hair instead of short hair, and yeah. then I have a side of my face with pretty makeup on it and then the other side is like the skin mask i have seen that that's wild mm-hmm. looking that's tits wild. out and everything you know Word. i gotta i like to sexualize these male characters and make them feminine sometimes you gotta do that yeah give them titties king diamond with some titties leatherface with titties <laughs> who doesn't love it is what i'm saying it's a good thing hey so. look that's you know that's how half of the movies that we do on this channel that's ever right. got made that's right they would never these are important to horror and that's what i do especially at the convention i bring the titties and i like to bring them in my in my looks so they all can double as halloween costumes if i want and i usually i haven't even decided what i'm going to do for this year for trick-or-treat because i'm going to a halloween like event after that man um and i want to be dressed up it's like there's a lot of different different things i could do but i usually just pick however i'm feeling based on how much time i have vampires my easiest mm-hmm. because fangs and and makeup are fast yep um and my clothes whatever um but i can even do like like some elven type orcs or something oh, I, don't know. Yeah. I have those ears and i can make myself look like a some kind of elf thing i don't know i i got all kinds of things so yeah well, my kids this year, I think my daughter is going as a cow. My oldest daughter is going as a cow. My youngest daughter is going as a police officer. 
<laughs> not because that's what they wanted to, but because we were at a thrift store about a month ago and they both found these things. And they're like, dad, we want these so bad. If you'll let us get these right now, these will be our Halloween costumes and you won't have to buy us any Halloween costumes. And I was like, <laughs> okay, five bucks a piece. Absolutely. And now they're like, dad, we don't want to do this for Halloween. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, you better make something then. Uh, well, hey, you know, uh, we could do the cop. We could make it into a zombie cop and like send more cops. You know? Yeah, we could <laughs> send more. Yeah, cops. paramedics. <laughs> paramedics. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's make one the zombie cop. We totally could zombie cop, and then with the cow, mm-hmm. we could just coat it in fake blood and be like, "This is slaughtered cow that, cow that escaped from the slaughterhouse." <laughs> or like, it's a take on um, you know veganism or something. <laughs> A pita. This is a pita costume. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, she'll she'll want hamburgers the next day. So Uh I don't think she's making much of a statement. Probably not. Well, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween to you, Katie. You too, Owen. My favorite holiday. It's my favorite holiday, too, I think. This one and Christmas. Those are the two. The the only two that really matter a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Thanksgiving's all right, but it's bad. It's got bad... um, uh, origins, but the turkey's good. I agree. The food is dope. By the, the way, look up here in this corner. You like that VHS cover? I do. Isn't that the sweetest ever VHS cover? Like that is amazing. Yeah, I like that. It's a very good, very good cover. Mm-hmm. Cover art. Yeah, I dig it. I, I'm, I have to add that to my collection so I can put it here next to my other ones here. You this need is too. This yeah. is my blockbuster copy of Halloween. That was a, a blockbuster exclusive. So that's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I wish Hollywood Hollywood Video had done that because I used to work there, as you know. Yes. I would love to have had a Hollywood Video copy. I think I can get one like a Halloween that was in the Hollywood Video clamshell they put out. You oh know what yeah. I mean? With all the info on it and the barcode and shit. But yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. This is uh, this has been fun. I appreciate you, and I appreciate the fact that we're hanging out on Halloween, and yeah. you might get me to dress up as a as dracula who knows i hope so that yeah. would be fun you need a little uh dress up time if i do <laughs> if we do dress up as dracula we do the whole dress up thing we're gonna get pictures and we'll post them to the facebook and if so. we don't uh you guys can yell at owen um on our social medias come and follow us over on facebook and instagram and uh you know to interact with us please yeah by the way i'm wearing my halloween two shirt um I had a Halloween shirt on, the original Halloween I was going to wear, but I decided to wear Halloween too. And you wore the, the pumpkin. The I Jack. have a pumpkin Jack Lantern shirt, but I do have a Halloween 3 shirt, but I didn't wear it because mm. it's in the wash. Uh, yeah, that happens. You know, it shows you care about the movie if you've worn it enough to have to wash it regularly. Hey, I wash my clothes. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I just go jump in the lake and swim around for a little bit and I consider I'm them washed. Not surprised. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Happy Halloween. Uh, this happy has been the VHS Vault Podcast. I am Owen Brand. And I'm Katie Cadaver. And thanks for stopping by. Bye. We've got wood and stakes for all the vampires. And you can melt those zombies with salt. We've got silver bullets for the wolves. Got it all down in the vault. Follow the VHS Vault podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also email us VHS Vault Podcast at gmail.com.